Uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, let me say, uh, my name is Aaron uh, DeLong. I'm the lead pastor at Simple Church. I was off, I'm also a church planner in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. And uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me, whoop, nope, that's not where we want to go. My email is Aaron at SimpleChurchOhio.com. Aaron at SimpleChurchOhio.com. Or my website is MySimpleChurch.com. Easy enough? All right. So at this time, let's welcome Aaron DeLong. Yeah! I think there was supposed to be like an MC. There was supposed to be somebody to do that for me. So uh, let, me, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a church planner. We planted it in Reynoldsburg in 2013. And uh, we have, man, we've had an incredible journey. And uh, we, we are uh, very blessed to be doing what we're doing. The uh, name of the church, again, is Simple Church. And um, yeah, I, I don't know that I want to share, share my full story there as far as the church goes. But I want to say this, that... We use technology to engage uh, our current culture because uh, I'm under the impression that you can't or that you, you you need to you can and you need to engage in technology because guess what this culture is. How many of you guys have a cell phone? How many of those are smartphones? Keep your hands up if it's a smartphone, right? So everybody in this room or the majority of the people in this room have a smartphone and have access to the internet and to all of its uh, wonders that it holds for you, right? And so. Uh, I think it's really, really important to engage people through technology and through what's, what's available on those little devices. And um, there's a book I, I recently read by a guy named Kerry Newhoff, and uh, I'm going to read a couple, couple things out of this. But the book is called Lasting Impact, Several, or Seven Powerful Conversations That Will Help Your Church Grow. Uh, one of, the first, one of the, the first chapters, he says, there are 11 reasons why even committed church attenders are attending less often. This is a trend that we're seeing. It's crazy to me how many people don't come to church that come to my church. Does that make sense? Like they, they are just casual. Attend, they, they come when they feel like it. They, 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 people are busy. And he gives the 11 reasons for why. And I, and I don't dog anybody for that. It's just a very different culture. When I grew up, I actually had a drug problem growing up, right? And uh, that's because my mom drug me to church on Sunday morning, drug me to church Sunday night, drug me to church Wednesday night. We were there Monday night for prayer meeting. We were there Friday night for uh, a... Um, uh, what do you call those things? Potlucks, because, man, I like to eat, and so did, so did my family. And so we were there all the time. She drug me to church all the time. And uh, I don't understand, or I didn't understand, because I grew up with a culture where we were always at church. We were always with other Christians, and that was just how we, how we lived. But this culture is not like that today. And so he says there are 11 reasons why committed church attenders are attending less often. Uh, greater affluence is the first one. Increased focus on kids' activities. They are running here and there all around the square taking their kids to all these different activities because now activities are happening on Sundays. We didn't, I, when I grew up, nothing was happening on Sundays. There was not a place that was open on Sundays. Now we've got banks that are open 24-7. They're there on Sundays. People are open. and So that, that's our current culture. Uh, number, the, number three reason, more people are traveling despite a wobbly economy. Travel is on the rise both for business and pleasure. The 24-7 culture that I've already mentioned is number four. Number five is blended and single-parent families. So we have a lot of families. I'm, I'm that way as well. Uh, my, my kids go to their moms every other weekend, and sometimes that can throw a wrench into what we're doing. And so that can throw your whole weekend off from time to time. Uh, also, being single-parent means, man, one kid's sick, you're out, right? And so you're the only one doing all the work. Number six is online options. There are so many churches that have online campuses now that why would you want to get dressed up and you know, be wearing anything but underwear to attend church? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could do that, doesn't that sound amazing? 
Now, online church does not offer you everything that you need in a local church, right? We understand that. But they can get an amazing experience online, man. They can enjoy the worship. They can see all the cool stuff that's happening. They can get a, an incredible message from a pastor who is very funny or very just connects with them, somebody really great, and they don't have to leave their home. In fact, they can be sitting in their coffee shops, listening through earbuds, attending a service, and never, never leaving the comfort of where they want to be. The seventh reason is the cultural disappearance of guilt. <laughs> we, we went to church because, man, the doors are open. We were going to be there, and that was just kind of how... How he did it. Self-directed spirituality is number eight. Number nine is failure to see a direct benefit. We are not communicating to these people the value of coming to church. Why, what's the point of coming to church? Well, we, we know. Maybe we, ha- we don't have the words for it, but it's relationships. That's the reason people come. Valuing attendance over engagement. When our, when our church values the cheeks and the seats, those numbers that we get to count over how we're actually engaged with people, we will lose them. They'll leave because they realize they're, they're a number and not a person. And the last is, is the massive culture shift. Our, our culture is shifting, and, um, and church leaders who fail to recognize this will not be able to keep up with it. In fact, uh, he says, change is unkind to the unprepared, so prepare. Change is coming. It will come. Later on in his book, he talks about, he asks a very, very important question. He says, what are you doing to embrace the online world beyond a barely supported and moderately outdated website, podcast, or Facebook page? How many of you would say, that's us? That's my church. We have a barely supported, and barely supported means it's not updated. It's not getting regular updates. It's, there's no reason for anybody to regularly visit your website. And I don't mean because they want to look at it and go, oh, that, how pretty that is, because there's no benefit to revisiting your website. There's nothing new happening there. There's nothing for them to learn. There's nothing for them to gain. Or a barely supported online world uh, for, for your outdated website, your podcast, or your Facebook page. And so we, we want to learn to engage that way. And you say, well, this is just the hip way to do it. This is the cool way to do it. And is that okay to be cool? Is it okay to engage the culture? And Carrie says, the relevant church has many critics, but not bridging the culture gap is even more dangerous than trying to uh, bridge it and maybe failing. All around us is a rapidly changing culture, and when we ignore that culture, we do so at our peril. It is still a great idea to use the culture to reach the culture. So that's the premise of this whole talk today. Uh, By the way, this is a fantastic book. This this has been incredible. Yes? Carrie Newhoff. I will spell the last name because it's weird. N-I-E-U-W-H-O-F. Carrie Newhoff. He, uh, he has a blog and a podcast that, that, let me tell you, as a church planner, if I had to tune out every single voice that I've listened to over the years and only choose one, it would be his. He served with Andy Stanley, and uh, he's now pastor of Connexus Church in Canada, uh, and he's, he's doing a great job out there. So, All right, so let's talk about what we're here for. We're here because we need to engage our culture with technology, and as a church, we do this two ways. We, we do this outside of our church and inside of our church. And so my goal today is to share with you some resources. Uh, my hope is that you walk away going, all right, there's some free stuff, then there's some stuff that costs some money, and understanding the value of each one. Um, before we do that, is there, is, there any, uh, are, are, is there anything that you hope to get from this session? I, I was going to whiteboard, but it's all the way back there, so maybe you can shoot me some questions and kind of roadmap me. What do you hope to get out of this session today? What do you want to learn? You just want to hear about the free apps? <laughs> Oh, there is. Do we know where a marker is? There's drawers. Oh, so much brilliance in this room. (laughs) 
That's wonderful. Can you just follow me around? Yes, sir. Okay. Engage church for content? For web? Okay. All right. Yes? Yeah. To participate and be part of it. You know, they'll do it for a couple of weeks and then, you know, they go off somewhere else. You know, keep, keeping a website up to date is a, literally a ministry in itself. You've got to do it week after week. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. How, how do you get these young folks to see that this is a long term, worthwhile investment? So give me a one liner so I can write. What's that? Stick to it. Yeah. Okay. Faithful to, um, up, yeah, maintenance. Yeah, okay. Sure, yeah, I, but that's all maintenance. I mean, once you get it up and going, you know, then, then it'll just be updates at that point because you're not going to, I mean, unless you're rebranding or recreating. Like, we, we went through a recent update on our website back in December, and it was massive. It took months to get done just because we were working with our team, and all of us have other things that we would rather do than write content for a website. You know what I mean? So. Look, I'm being honest, you know, but but it's valuable. What other questions can I answer for you? This is it? The internal engagement, like uh, for internal registrations and yeah. management, I guess. Uh, okay. Attendee management or whatever. Okay. What yeah, sure. I, I'll talk through some of that. It's not in my in my presentation, but I'm I'm happy to answer those questions. That's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you should be teaching this class. No, I'm not. No, I'm not being facetious. I'm saying you, you're using some really strong words. That's good. Yeah, so I'm going to key in on something you said, and maybe it's not like this, maybe it's just the way you said it, but your leadership not buying in is the problem. And, and, and that, is, that is certainly the problem. I think there might, if you, because if the leadership doesn't buy in on something, no one else will. No one else will get behind it. Your, your leadership has to, meaning that, that probably needs to start with your pastor and, and staff, and that has, to, that has to start there, and then... You know, and I realize that there, there is a generation that does not want to play ball with technology. That is a problem as well. And we, we just need to, absolutely. And I, I understand it's a lot of bells and widgets and things. And, and um, it's, a lot of times it's not as difficult as they would think. Because most apps are created to be user friendly. For the general user, that's why they're so popular. Is because they are user they are user friendly, and uh, I, I do get the overwhelming feeling of approaching it because if you're not familiar with computers or even a smartphone, 
But look, I, I have shown my mom how to use an iPhone, and she learned how to use it once, and she's good to go because basically there's tutorials built into everything and shows you how to do stuff. And only from time to time do I have to help my mom, and she's, oh, she'd kill me for telling you this, uh, 60 years old now. Maybe, may, may but I'm just saying it's past her generation, right? It's, it's not in her comfort zone, but she realizes that this is the language I speak, and this is certainly the language her grandchildren speaks, and so she's going to learn it as best she can so that she can engage. And that, that willingness to do that is going to be key in the first place, okay? So, so let me just say that. Leadership's got to be on board, and as the, leaders go, so, uh, as the leadership goes, so does the church, okay? So does the church. What else can I answer for you? Okay, so today let me, let me say this, I'll, I'll get to these questions at the end, but I'm going to give you some, some stuff that we use, that's what, that's what my talk is about, I'm going to give you some stuff to engage people, this is what we use as a church successfully, and we've tried lots of technology, the thing about technology is you've just got to try it, and I do want to caution you with this, One, like some of the apps that we've used and I'm going to share with you today, we did not say, okay, this is going to be great, everybody, we're going to do this starting today, what we did was our leadership team tried out the apps for a few weeks, even a couple months, to see what the pitfalls were, to see what the user experience was like before we just downloaded an app, maybe paid money for it, maybe didn't, maybe got everybody on board with it, and then a week later decided we didn't like it. So as leadership, we were all trying out these apps first, and we had them, uh, some of these things we've been using, we were using for months before the general populace knew about them, intentionally. Because like I said, I don't want to get somebody trained to use something and then we change on them. Because if you're already in a culture or a generation that is resistant to it, if they learn something, if they step up to the plate and they learn something and then you change it on them, they are not happy. Your teams are not happy to have to spend more time learning processes to learn an app. We want to do work. We want to, we want to love on people. We want to see them come to Jesus. And an app sometimes is just like a roadblock to that. So... Make sure that you do your research, you know, try things out. Most of these, if there's any cost to them, have 30-day trials. Give it a whirl. Give it a shot. Just try it. At our church, we have a policy. We throw spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks. If it don't stick, it wasn't for us, right? If it sticks, we try to figure out what made it stick, and we throw more at it, right? Just saying. That's what we do. We're going to try things. So let me jump in with the very first app that I want to tell you about, uh, engaging people, and this is hors d'oeuvre. All of these, every app that I'm going to show you can be found in the app stores or the Google Play stores um, that, that you have. Sorry, if you're a Windows phone user, you are out of the loop. Okay? Just, huh? Yeah, yeah. But if you are uh, in the app store, you can look this up. Now, let me tell you what we use hors d'oeuvre for. Hors d'oeuvre was created to reach out to your customers. The guys who created it were uh, a, a magic group, an online magic website. When you ordered their product, the way they used this was um, they, took, they filmed a short video on an iPhone. They wrote the app and, and took a short video of them taking the item that you ordered, stuff it into an envelope, flip that envelope over, take your mailing label and press it onto the envelope, seal it, and say, ta-da. You knew that your item was on the way, and they, they sent you that video. It was just a link to a video the following day. Now, as a customer, because I'm a magician, sorry, I, am, I did say that I'm the church geek. So if my geek is showing a little bit, I do magic tricks, and basically, folks, don't get freaked out. It just means I lie to people so, um, because I'm not a real, I'm like, I don't have magic power. So 
Um, but I, I buy these online magic tricks, and I saw this video come into my inbox, and I'm like, what is this? And I click it, and I watch it, and I was like, well, that's not my item. That's just a video they've recorded of the same item. And then when they flipped it over and showed me my label going on the envelope, and then that thing showed up in my home, and I was like, dude, that's, like a, that's not like a video trick. They actually did that. I was intrigued. Then they released the product, and they called it hors d'oeuvre, and they released it to the public for other, other businesses to use this app to use it to communicate with their customers. And I began to think as a church planner, I'm like, how can I use this? How can I leverage this? Because our current culture used to be, and some of you are going to know this, but when a new person came to your church, you wrote them a handwritten note, right? Pastors did that. How many of you guys have ever received one of those or written one of those? That's, that's the way it used to be. And then, update to like the last 10 years maybe, churches are now sending emails Right? So you used to get mail, and it costs you the mail. Email's free, though, and everybody's like, oh, dude, let's get on email. Well, guess what? Everybody's on email. And so, and everybody's got their spam filters on, and so when you send somebody an email, it gets to them or it doesn't, you know? But people, people aren't really reading the emails anymore. But they are engaging with online social media. They are engaging with videos. They're engaging with text messages. And this app allows you to send them a custom greeting video in a text message, because they're going to give you that information when they fill out their, when they fill out their email or their, their connection cards, right, when they come to your church. You can text them a link and say, hey, I made a video just for you. They're going to click on it on their smartphones, and they're going to watch it. And it's going to be a video from you saying, hey, it was really nice to meet you, or maybe if you didn't get to meet them, greeting them and welcoming them. And then if you have something like we do called Starting Point, every month we have a Starting Point class for somebody that's brand new to the church. We say Starting Point is this. You need a fresh start? This is for you. If you don't know what church is all about, this is for you. You can come learn what we do. You get to meet the pastor. It's 15 minutes. It's low commitment. But we ask you to put it on your calendar and come join us. And this is what we use Ordeur for. Now, we use it for, much, for many other things, and you'll see the power of it here in just a second. I'm going to show you a video that I made for somebody. But every new person that comes in, I make an order for them. I make a video for them. And you would not believe the response that I get. You made a video for me? It's like I brought, you know, gave him the world. You made a video for me? He said my name and everything. They go back and they watch it and they said, I thought it was just a general video, but you said my name. Yeah. You know what the sweetest sound to anybody's ears is? Their name. So I, I look, I've got the connection card. Look, it's like, it's, it's literally like magic, seriously. I've got a connection card right in front of me. I know when, when starting point is, and I've got that date written down, and I go through the video. And I say, hey, welcome. I want you to know I'm praying for you. I want you to know that they're there because they're looking for a church, okay? Or they're there because somebody drug them there, you know? So I, I let them know, hey, I'm praying for you this week. I hope you have an incredible week. I also want to invite you to starting point because I don't want to assume anything about them. I just want to invite them. We always want to be inviting. Come as you are. Come be part of what we're doing. Come learn what it means to be at Simple Church. So I send out this video. I'm going to show it to you here in a second, but, but I send this every week to every new person. Now, there are other ways to leverage this video. Let me, let me just show it to you, and then, uh, and then I'll tell you some other ways that we're using this. I want to make sure that I've got my volume all the way. What just happened? Oh, I see what's happening. This thing's controlling it. Is this on? Oh, wait, wait. Lights blinking? Okay, well, here we go. Hey, Danielle, this is Pastor Aaron from Simple Church. Said her name. That's my office at home, by the way. We're so glad that you chose to worship with us today. Thank you. 
Oh, guess what I used to make that? Guess how much editing time I spent on that? The time it took me to film it. Hors d'oeuvre allows you to create an intro, a video intro, which can be moving graphics like this, or just a single, you know, just, just your church logo. It doesn't have to be moving like that. Yeah? Are you limited to a time, or can you do as long as you want? That's a great question. Thank you for asking that. So I'm going to answer that when I, when I talk about what else you can do. Um, I, I take out my phone, I'm do, I, and I talk to it, and then I choose the intro, which is the, mu- the, the video, the music. Do I want music played behind me when I speak? Yes or no? And then I hit send, and that sends it however I want to send it, by text message, by video. I can copy the link. I can paste it on their Facebook wall. Man, can you imagine the power of pasting it on somebody's Facebook wall? And the time it takes me is very, very minimal. Now, our d'oeuvre, uh, because you can do other videos with that, it also has the ability to directly upload to your YouTube accounts if your church has a YouTube account. So I have done video announcements for the month. There are some months, December, and other months that we have that are extremely hectic because there are so many events. And the bulletin is just, we don't have printed bulletins. We have uh, a, a digital way that we give out our events. But man, we don't have all the time during, during service, like during that little meet and, bre- meet and greet break that we do, to announce everything. And so instead of waste all that time and make people just absolutely fall asleep and hate those times during service, we do a video announcement. I post it on Facebook. I put it on our page. We have a group page as well. I can talk to you more about those in just a minute. Uh, And then I post it on my personal wall so that everybody gets a chance to see it and they get to hear everything that's going on in Simple Church. And because I publicly post it, the rest of the world does too, should they desire to sit there and give it a whirl and listen. So the music just continues to play the back, in the background the whole time. Everything is edited and done for you, okay? And that's hors d'oeuvre. I was also doing a, um, something, a little series for a while called Simple Truth, where it was like five minutes with me, and it would just be based on whatever's on my heart that week. And uh, we had a different intro video or a different intro clip that said Simple Truth, and, uh, because my church is called Simple Church, right? Just to play on, on what we do. And uh, I would share just a little, a little five-minute soundbite. That's it. And we post the link, and there you go. We were just trying to create content to engage this culture because they're looking for content. You don't need it to be a 10-minute video. You don't need it to be a 20-minute thing. In fact, if you look at, look at what Jimmy Fallon is doing, this guy is brilliant. He's not, not only is he posting his whole show, but all those two- to five-minute clips and bits that he's doing are all segmented out so that we can consume them five minutes at a time because we, we can make a five-minute commitment to it, but I don't have an hour to commit to Jimmy, Kim, or to, uh, Jimmy Fallon, right? And so we have the, the ability to do that with the power of, uh, power of apps like this. To take like that, that little punchy moment 
and film it, throw it out there so that people can watch those things throughout the week. We're engaging our culture. This is, this is how they're engaging right now, okay? What questions do you have about hors d'oeuvre? Hors d'oeuvre has a 30-day free trial. It's www.hors O-R-D-E-R-V.com. And the 30-day trial, um, play with it. Try it out. Use it for other things. It can be used for lots of things, not just greeting your new guests. Um, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful tool that you can use to engage this current culture. The cost, there is a cost to it once you get into past your 30 days. It's $20 a month for 100 videos. So if you're seeing more than 100 guests a month or you do more than 100 videos, then there'll be a higher cost. But $20 is a very manageable fee, I think, for, for what this offers. How many videos are you A hundred. Yeah, not, not that they get to watch it 100 times. And what's cool, on the back side of things, after you send out a video, you, you the, the operator, get to see how many times somebody watched it. And you would be amazed at, like, the, I've, had, I've had some videos in the upwards of 14 times they've watched it. But understand that they didn't watch it themselves. They said, look at this crackhead pastor. He sent me a video. Look at this. Yeah. And they've sent it to, they showed it to 14 other people because they were so impressed by it. Like, this guy's talking my language. Danielle, the girl that I sent this video to, uh, came to Starting Point, also came to partnership. And she and her husband are praying about being partners with the church. She is one of the number one players in the community of Reynoldsburg where I pastor. And she's coming to my church. She loved this video. Engage your culture. Here we go. I'm going to keep saying it. Next one is Periscope. How many of you have heard of Periscope so far? Raise your hand high. Let me see. Who's heard of Periscope? Okay, so that's like five of you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, how many of you guys do video in your church? Hands up. Okay. How many of you guys are, are streaming online with that video? Like, I mean, you're either live or you record it and you put it on YouTube or Vimeo. Some more hands. Okay. All right. How many of you pay for that service that you know of? You pay for an, If you're live streaming, it is likely you're paying for some kind of service. If you're just recording and uploading to YouTube, I know there's no fee for that. But how many of you are paying any kind of fee? Okay. So what Periscope is, uh, Twitter came out with a new app called Periscope. So it's, it's, it's part of the Twitter family. And basically what it is, it is live broadcasting wherever you're at. And it's all free. This is 100% free. What it allows us to do from an iPhone or, or, the, or any kind of phone, I, I guess I say iPhone because that's, that's my native talk, but from, from my device, I can live broadcast to the world. Not just to people that are following me, but to the world. They look up and they can see who's broadcasting right now. And there are, there are tons of people broadcasting at any given time. And you can look on a list and see what interests you. And so every Sunday, we broadcast through Periscope. We have an iPhone. Uh, somebody, somebody had a, a, an iPhone. They upgraded to an iPhone 6, and they had an iPhone 5S. And we bought a little magnetic pod that sticks on a metal beam. Because I'm in a warehouse, folks. I'm not, we, we're thankful to be in a warehouse. We used to be in a funeral home, all right? So we're happy. <laughs> I'm not even playing with you. <laughs> we are thankful to be in a warehouse, and we, we love it there. But there's a big metal beam sitting out in the middle of my auditorium, and they, it just sits up there, and we record, and this is what it looks like. I'm not even sure how I'm posing, but that's the picture I found of me. This is what the viewer gets to see on their phone. They can also watch it online at periscope.tv slash simplechurchoh. Right from there, they don't have to be logged in or anything. In fact, there's now even a, 
uh, a little, they call these widgets. It's uh, that Periscope creates. You can add it to your website so that when you are broadcasting live, it lights up and says, broadcasting live now, click here to watch. So on my website, when we are live broadcasting, people know and they can click on it and watch it. If they are following us on Periscope, the second I go live, they all get a notification on their phone. That's what it sounds like. And they all, they open up to log in. Even when I'm just doing tests, they, I, get, I get tons of people logging in in the middle of the day. They should be working. What are y'all doing watching me on Periscope, you know? It's not just Sundays. What's that? iPhone only? No, it's, it's Android and, and uh, iPhone. And so they're, they're broadcasting. What's great about this is on a Sunday morning, we have two services on a Sunday morning, we've had 500 people tune in live to our services. My church is not that big. We have 150 people that come over two services to my church. 500 people around the world watching. It's incredible to me. And they're watching as I stand and deliver the gospel. And they can comment. They can ask questions. We get the metrics. So over here on the left, you see... Uh, these are, it shows me who's watching. It shows me who's followed. It shows me how many, they, there's something they can tap on the screen when they like it. And it shows up as hearts on my side. So I know that they're liking it, you know, throughout and, and Periscope keeps track of all those hearts. Yes. The entire thing. CCLI. CCLI offers that. It's a broadcast, broadcast, uh, cop, uh license. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little more money. Yeah, okay. it's, if you don't want to broadcast the, um, the, the worship part of it, you don't have to. But, but also know this, that this is not a... Um, so like, the, the, uh, who was the recent fight that just happened? Manny Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather, right? Pacquiao Mayweather. Look, so, so many people were mad because they paid for that fight. And there was tons of people sitting at home that turned on Periscope and watched the fight and broadcast it for free. Because it's, because it's, it's user-controlled. It's not being... It's not being um, monitored right now, so I'm not saying I'm not saying don't get your license, but I'm but I'm just letting you know it's not it's it's live. It's not um, yeah. So it will only be as good quality as your phone. Yeah, but but so we're we're broadcasting. I think this was um, this may be the five S, but because our lights kind of messed with things because they're going all over the place and there's haze in the room, and so this is. Uh, this, it's not, it is not like your very, very expensive cameras, but this is the poor man's way to broadcast and I'm poor. So that's what we're going to do. We'll be doing that for free. Yeah. But also it makes, them, makes it a deal where if you want to get better one. Yes. Oh, come to service for sure. Oh, and, and, and know that I realize creating an online content means that people won't come to church. I have people that when they get sick, they text me, thank you so much for the Periscope broadcast because we were able to be there live with you. And hear what you were saying, even though we know it's not the same as being there, they appreciate it. Our families that travel on a regular basis don't have to feel guilty, and they don't have to feel out of the loop. They're still getting the vision and the direction of the church as I preach it on Sunday morning. Yes, sir. So the ways that you can get it are through the Periscope app, and then you can link it to your web page as well. Yeah, and you can also just, so you can also just look up, um, you don't have to have the app. You can just go to periscope.tv slash whatever the username is. And you don't even have to log in for that. That just... Just go to that. So we've created those links, those easy on-ramps on our website so that when we are broadcasting live, somebody can just click on it from a computer and watch it. Or from your phone, you'll get a notification when we go, broad, go live, and you can watch it there. On your phone to watch it, you do have to have the app. Computer, you can watch it just at the website. Yes, sir? 
That's a great question. Yes, because so when you're filming on the phone, it gives you the option to store it on the phone, and then you can upload it to your YouTube account or Vimeo accounts or whichever video, video platform that you want. Uh, you can do that. And Periscope now offers, I think, is it 48 hours now, John? Do you know? Okay, so it's 24 hours. I could have swore they just did an update and it's to 48, but this video from Sunday morning is available for, for replay free for 24 hours. So people that didn't get to catch it live, Periscope has it. You can just pull up your phone sometime on Sunday and catch the service. And they can still like things, and uh, I think comments are closed when it's not live, but yes? I'm sorry? It's fantastic. I, I think... I think I mean, for, for what we're doing, it's absolutely fantastic. It's great. I mean, it's based on the iPhone, you know, uh, the, the quality that you get from the iPhone. I, mean, I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it, like, right next to a speaker or anything, and I don't think ours are, but we're certainly not. We don't avoid it, you know. So we, we've played around with the position of it in the room for the best video quality and sound quality. You can also, um, there are tons of periscopers, broadcasters, that are taking um, a soundboard. They have a soundboard, and they're mixing their sound, so it's coming in through microphones, and they create a line in to the little port because this is a microphone and an, an earphone and they're feeding in the audio from a soundboard. So if you want soundboard quality, fine. Just create the line. Connect it. Yes? Do you have someone managing the comments? No. No, you can, t you can turn the comments off um, or because ours is sitting up on a pole, our, our situation is not conducive of that. You can control the comments and if somebody's being stupid, you can block them, but really, honestly... We're, we're, I'm not worried about that. I, I don't. I don't know that we leave the. Do we leave our comments open, John? I don't know. I guess I'm not connected to that part. Yeah, yeah. He's just. Yeah, John. Sorry, John goes to my church. He's an incredible wizard with sound. If you have any questions about sound, please see John. If your your church's sound sucks, that's the man right there. He will help you. Yeah. <clears throat> but Periscope is free and it's a wonderful resource. Start playing around with it. Get a user ID today. Go 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 do it. Download Periscope. Okay. Start playing with it. Talk to your church leadership about using it. Again, that's one of those ones you want to toy around with and see if it's for you first before you go telling everybody about it and putting it on your website. You know, you have to have, somebody has to turn Periscope on, like broadcast it, come up with the name. And uh, so like we have Worship With Us and Fixing Us is the name of the series, part one. And I don't know why they put all the little emojis, but I, people speak emoji, so whatever. <laughs> I, it. I don't even know what that means either. So it looks like there's some praise hands and some clapping or something. So, But somebody, somebody has to start it and stop it for each service, and they do. Sometimes they forget to stop it, and Periscope's still going four hours later. Uh, when I get home, I'm like, hey, we're still broadcasting, and, uh, that's, and there's nobody there. So guess, guess somebody's going back to the church, and that somebody is me. All right, any questions about Periscope? What's my time in here today? Does anybody know that? Is it 2.20? Okay, so, I, so I, need to, I need to keep moving here. All right, Facebook and Instagram. You guys are all familiar with these, correct? Look, you need to engage your audience by using these things. If you're on MySpace, get off MySpace. No, no, nobody, nobody's on MySpace anymore. Get, utilize your Facebook two ways. Get a page, which is an official page for your church that the public can see and then create a Facebook group, okay? A group is um, whenever somebody comes to my church, I find them on Facebook, I friend them, and then I add them to the group because the group is there to support each other and love each other and have chatter, right? So I'm creating a community, an online community they're already engaging with. The page is for the public. 
and for the people that are following it, that have liked it, they'll get those things that we post in their newsfeed, and then they can share it on their wall. Our, our, our posts have, get a lot of attention every week, every week because of the way that we do things. And I'm not saying that we're perfect at it. I'm just saying that we're trying. We're engaging with the culture and with the community. Instagram is a great thing because you can take a picture of something. A picture is worth... That's right. If you're just posting text on Facebook, nobody's reading you. If you create something called an infographic, like you got something witty to say with a cool picture behind it or something powerful to say, and you've got a cool picture behind it, and I'll, I'll share with you an app which you can use for that here in just a minute. You create that content and you post it on Instagram and Instagram will automatically post to your Facebook for you. Like there's ways to connect all these things. So all you have to do is snap a shot, create the, create the infographic. It'll take you five minutes to change somebody's world. Just five minutes. Use these things. Use Instagram, use Facebook. The next thing I want to tell you about is something called Hootsuite. Does anybody know what Hootsuite is? You know what's Hootsuite? You guys use it? We don't in our church. I've used it. Okay. So what Hootsuite is, is uh, it initially started out with Twitter, and I would tell you that, that the Twitter culture is dying. Um, there, is, there, there are way too many businesses that are pushing back because Twitter is flooded with pornography, and it's, and it's, un, it's un, um, unmonitored. And so a lot of businesses are pulling away from Twitter. I would tell you, Pull away from Twitter unless you've already got a large following of people that are already engaged. Don't even mess with it. But Hootsuite was created with, with Twitter in mind. That's my opinion, by the way. It's my opinion. You'll probably meet somebody way smarter than me that will disagree. Um, but Hootsuite was created because it was going to tweet for you. Basically, uh, there's, there's a way to schedule your tweets. So... The content that you want to feed people because you want to engage them. See, they're looking to be engaged. The current culture is looking to be engaged at all different hours of the day. They're not going to wait for you to post those pithy sayings and those powerful things Sunday at noon. They want it on their schedule. They want it on their time. And they want it in different ways. And so we use Hootsuite. Hootsuite will tell you based on, your, on the people that uh, are looking at your feed the appropriate times to schedule a tweet during the day based on traffic. All you have to do is plug in your accounts, your Facebook account, your Twitter account, your Instagram account. It works with all of these, and it will automatically post graphics, infographics, text, whatever you want it to do. So on a Sunday morning when I do my sermon, I also write tweets, which are not going to go out to Twitter because we stopped using that. But I write tweets, and I send my sermon notes in for them to do the slides. So one person does the slides, and another person takes those tweets, copies and pastes them, and puts them in a Hootsuite so that they get delivered throughout the week on Facebook. And then there's, there are other people who are taking pictures and post that same text as an infographic. And I'll show you what some of those look like in just a minute, how, how easy they are. Yeah? So it's not strictly for Twitter? Not at all. Not at all. In fact, if you use Twitter, Twitter will post directly to your Facebook account as well, but, but Hootsuite will post to all of your social media stuff. And it schedules it so that you, you only have to do it once, and that's so super nice. So on, Sunday, on Sundays or Saturdays or whenever, you can just copy and paste all that stuff in, schedule a tweet, schedule a tweet, schedule a tweet. And what happens is the content that you talked about throughout on Sunday morning, those little sound bites get shot out throughout the week. And people are engaging with the content that you talked about on Sunday. Okay? 
brings them back to it. You can even send out tweets that connect them or, or uh, that connect them to podcasts. If you're podcasting, we podcast. Highly recommend it. There's tons of people that love to listen to the podcast. We have people from all over the world listening to the podcast. I, I get people that send me emails. You don't know me, and I don't go to your church, but I just want to thank you for what you're doing. I want to thank you for, for your podcast. We're listening. And, and it's like, wow, that's just crazy to me. Create the content. Engage the culture. Use Hootsuite to do it so that you don't have to be thinking about it all day long. You can think about it one and done. How many of you guys like that kind of stuff? One and done. Me. I like it. Okay. Fonto. Fonto is the app that we use to create our infographics. It is free, okay? And what it allows you to do is to manipulate your pictures. Uh, it's all very, very user-friendly. In fact, I, I don't usually use it, but for this, this talk, I said, you know, if I'm going to talk about this, and this is what our creatives use to create the infographics at the church, I said, I need to try it out. It's super easy. I made, a, I made an infographic, which this was not mine, but this is one they made using Fonto. How cool is that? I met with a group of pastors from the Reynoldsburg Ministerial Association, and they, they sat down, and we were having lunch together, and um, I said, well, I'm the new kid on the block. They said, you're the coolest kid on the block. Are you kidding me? Those unfunny memes are awesome looking, because it's, it's not funny. They, they didn't know the words to use for it. Unfunny memes. But, but they, th- this is me preaching on a Sunday morning. Somebody snapped this with their iPhone, graded out by hitting a button, and then added that text. And then scheduled it for a tweet, and it went out. And this was one of the most looked-at things that week. It gave him the content. It gave him the picture. And people were like, this is awesome. Fonto allows you to do that for free. Fonto. Any questions about Fonto? That just saves you into your phone. And you yeah. Wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's all from your phone. All this stuff is from your phone, guys. Yeah. What did you say was the cost plus for It's free. There is a, sorry, Hootsuite is free. There is a professional version, I think. There's a paid version of it, but uh, we don't even dive in. We don't even mess with that. So, yes, sir. I don't. Uh, I don't do any of this. Um, so all, all these things that I'm telling you about, like that we do throughout the week, these are all about five minutes each. That, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah, I have a creative director who handles all that, and he loves our church and loves what we're doing, and he, uh, he, he loves the fact that I say, go be creative and show me what we're going to do. Um, I don't try to tell him what to do. Uh, that's not my job. I'm gifted to lead people. He's gifted to create this stuff. No, he doesn't have to know Photoshop at all. Fonto, I mean, like, it, it says, what picture do you want? You choose it. Do you want text? Yes, I want text. Do you want there to be a cool little box like this? And it gives you all this, like, like I mean, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, it's so, it's so simple. It, it's so simple that, that all this stuff takes about five minutes. And so uh, Derek, uh, my creative director, if he didn't get it done prior to Sunday morning, because he's there for two services, we'll be doing it during second service. <laughs> He's already there. So he's sitting, he's sitting at the sound booth, and he's sitting in the back of the room doing it. And he loves it because, the, because of the response that we get from it. And it allows him to be creative and to express his, himself that way. You have creatives in your church. They are looking for opportunities. They may be 12 years old, but they are looking for opportunities. Let them flourish. Mentor them. Bring them in. Give them tools if they don't know what they are. Right? Any questions about Fonto? 
Uh, the, the quality of the iPhone, whatever the, the, whatever the phone is, yeah. It doesn't even mess with that. Yep. Yep. He, Derek, just, my, my creative just likes things to look like that. So, yes. Oh, I, th I thought I saw your hand. No, you're good. Nothing to apologize about. All right, so that's what we do to engage people outside of our church. I'm going to start the part where we, what we do to engage people inside of the church. You need a church app. If you want to download ours to see, you can go to the Google Play stores or whatever and look for Simple Church Ohio. Basically, our app looks like this, and here's what we use our app to do. We use it to engage people. This is our current menu, or at least part of it. New here, they, so you have connection cards at your church that people can fill out, but if you have an app that they can download during service, see, I don't get upset when people are playing with their phones during service. I, I got delivered to that a long time ago. Well, I guess I've only been a pastor three years, so three years ago when we started. Because I, I don't know what they're actually looking at. They could be reading the Bible. They could be taking notes on their phone. This, this culture is engaged with their, their phones all the time, and so I'm not upset at them. Uh, we do have a funny little graphic that runs before service that says that if you are caught playing Angry Birds, your scores will be scrutinized by ours. We will, me we will measure them because we know that they're going to be doing it. And I joke about them playing Flappy Bird and all these stupid games all the time while I'm talking. It's fine. It's, it's our current culture. It's what they're doing. They're, they're, they're only half listening most of the time. That's why we engage them by sending out stuff throughout the week. So on our website, new here, they can fill out, fill out a, a, a new here thing and say, hey, I'm brand new to this area. I'd like this kind of information. Sends me an email. Uh, how are we doing on time? I got nine minutes. All right. Uh, events. This is, all my, this is my whole calendar. Directions. This will get them there. If they click that button, they can send directions to somebody, and it will give them directions here. Need prayer. I get prayer requests all the time from this. This gives them a direct connection, and I respond directly to it. Our team responds directly to it. Give. That's a big one. That tithely group that's here today, that's a big one. People are giving online. This saves their credit card information for them, and they just have to click on, put in their passcode, and say, send this amount of dollars, and it's done. They love that. They love that. Uh, the rest of it is, is uh, at the bottom of the screen. You'll, this is the home button, but this is all of our podcasts, so they can see all of the podcasts that we have. Uh, this is a, is a reading plan, a Bible reading plan. I use my phone every day to do read my Bible reading plan because I want everybody in my church to use it. It's great. There's a life journal reading plan in there, and so I read it. It tells me the passages I'm going to read. You say, Aaron, does that mean you're not led by the Holy Spirit to read something else? No, of course I am. But I have daily sections that I'm going to read because I'm going to get through the Bible twice in one year with this little thing. This here is a... Um, is an actual Bible. It's got the whole thing in there with multiple versions for them so that they can read whatever is more relatable to them and the way they understand the Bible. People get upset. You got that New Living Translation in there? You got the message in there? That's not the real Bible. You know what? I just want people engaged with it somehow. I want them to understand. I want them to engage with Jesus. I don't get hung up on the translation. So that, that, that's there. And then this is the journal right here um, that they can actually save. They can journal and save on their phone, whether they're taking notes during your service or, or otherwise. Uh, and there are several other resources on our app. Yes, I see your hand. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a great question. So this is a, a little bit more of an investment. Oh, they can watch live. Sorry, some of the and then we've got media, our grow groups. They can sign up right for our grow groups from there. Um, and our Facebook and our website is there. And there's even a button that says share this app with a friend. Gives them a little a little link that they can text to their friends right away. The app. It, this is through Bible uh, BibleandJournalApp.com is the ones who provide it for us. The app is $50 a month. You may find others cheaper. Um, 
I think Mission Creative Co. is another one. Um, MissionCreativeCo.com uh, is another, another one that does them, but I think about $50 a month is what they cost. Some of them, if you kind of twist their arm like I did, you can get the setup fee waived. Just, just saying, we're a church. We don't, this is what, they're like, everybody we work with is a church, bro. I'm like, yeah, but we've got a vision. Everybody we work with has got a vision. Somehow we found favor and they, they waived our fee. How, how nice is that? No printing fees? Nobody having to go print? I load that onto a Google Calendar, and it shows it right there on the app. Like, I don't, even have to, I don't even have to go to the app. I just go to a Google Calendar and schedule everything like I normally do right from my phone. And it adds it to the, to the events tab. Yes? I'm looking for the app. I'm like, you know, app what is, what is your... Simple Church Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Simple Church Ohio. Oh, really? That's cool. I didn't know that. So an app is the way that we engage within the church, and we talk about the app every Sunday morning. We say, Here, here's what's going on in the next couple weeks. Get the app. All the details are there. That's what they do. Okay, next thing, engaging internally. This is Group Me. How many of you guys have heard of Group Me? This is how we organize all of our communication with our groups, so our teams, our serve teams. Uh, group Me is a free app, and what it is is when you create a group... The app allows you to add people to that group, and it's an ongoing conversation, kind of like a group text message, but not as annoying. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Group text messages are so annoying. This puts it within the app, and, uh, and I'm probably part of 20 different groups. I have, I have a sexual purity group that I, I lead, and I've got some guys in there. I have a leadership team. I have our grow groups. Every single one of our grow groups has a group me, and they're all talking to each other throughout the week. They're all praying for each other. They're all loving on each other just by chatting. This is how the world is communicating now, by, by 10 words at a time. You know what I'm saying? And there, you can turn off notifications so it's not bugging you all day long and burr, burr, burr in your pocket. In fact, they're, they're so chatty with each other. When my band comes off the stage, there's probably 27 to 30 texts and exchanges between each other. So they're all sitting in their seats, but they're all texting each other through the group me app. I'm not, I can't even keep the phone in my pocket anymore. So on Sunday mornings when I'm preaching, my phone is in my office because it's just, just buzzing in my pocket. And I know they're talking to each other, and I love that because they're talking about how can we do better next service? What was this? What happened here? What time do we need to go up? Who's playing guitar for the clothes? Who's doing this? And they're all communicating to each other about what they're, how they're serving this community and this church. And then we've got those that are fellowshipping with each other through the groups as well, through, through our grow groups. Hey, what, what's the food theme this week? What's going on this week? Sorry, I'm not going to be able to be there. Like, you don't have to, you can tell everybody all at once. And the Group Me app is an incredible way to organize your church internally because this is how this generation is talking to each other, okay? I know, all right, so what's that? Is there a cost for that one? It's free. Oh, come on, I'm, I'm, look, and so this is how my, this is what it looks like. These are all my groups right now. C4 is a church planning group, and, and you can see, you can set, set logos and stuff to, to visually understand who they are. There's a workout and fitness group that I'm in. You know I'm really not participating hardcore with that one. Um, You're reading the I'm, I'm reading the messages, yeah. Um, <laughs> got a dining club. I am part of that one, and I do participate there. Um, but those, those are our grow groups and things. So that, that's how we're, we're engaging in, inside the church, and these apps are absolutely free. So let me answer some of these questions because I have like two minutes left, right? 
Okay, that three. I have three minutes left. I hope this has been helpful to you. I, I know I've given you a lot of homework to do, but I think that's what you came into this room for anyway. So um, engage the church with, with web content. I, I kind of mentioned how, how I, every week I have new content. It's from my sermons. I take those little sayings in there, those, those punchy things, and I break them out so that somebody can schedule those in Hootsuite for me, right? An administrative assistant can do that. They don't have to be super techie. Nobody has to be super techie to do that. The web content, there's probably a new graphic that goes up for every new sermon series that we're doing. It's, they just open up the website. We use a web, uh, a web creator called Wix, W-I-X.com. Wix is what they call, you call a WYSIWYG kind of thing. What that means is that's an acronym for what you see is what you get. There's no coding. You don't have to know coding. I have developed multiple websites on my own, and I'm an idiot. Now, I didn't do our website. I had somebody else do that. But, but, but our website is run by Wix. It's, it's a Wix website, and so anybody can update it. Anybody can grab a picture and drag and drop it and load it, and it just puts it right there on the page for you. It's like magic. It's like, oh, I didn't have to know all the code to do that. So Wix is incredible. If you don't have a website, they will help you create one. They'll give you all kinds of, of, of uh, templates. You don't have to be a wizard. Just try it. It's free. Wix is free. You can buy one that's a domain so that when people are on there, it says mysimplechurch.com. But there's also ones that are, that are completely free. You can try it, okay? Updating that content. I have somebody updating the content every week on, the, on that website. Um, we've also, there's also ways within that website. So when we post our podcast on what we use is Podbean to post our, our podcast, it's called a feed. They grab the information from that and post it on my website automatically. There's lots of ways to automate things so that you don't have to do this, 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 and this. Like Hootsuite, I'm going to put that in once, and it's going to hit all my different social media feeds, right? Same thing with my website. It, these, these look for terminologies called feed. Feeders or feed burners, these kind of things, okay? Um, faithful to maintenance, that's, I, I don't know how you get somebody to do that other than you mentor them and you develop a relationship with them. Somebody to be faithful to that. You have to care about this generation and how you're talking to this generation if you want them to engage. Because if you do, they will. Yes, sir? Yeah. That, that's what I'm talking about. It's all very automated and all from our phones. We, we're, we intentionally are that way. We gravitate towards those things because it can all be done on the fly or it can all be done in, during intentional times, but it can all be done with this thing right here, with that thing right there. All right, internal engagements, I think I answered that question, right? Yeah. Okay, yep, yep, and dynamic versus static. So what he's talking about is information that doesn't change, like your address and what, who you are and your, we, we, our website, I would encourage you to check out our website. You'll see information that is updated regularly, but you'll also see plenty of it that just stays the same. All right, any questions, I'll be here, but thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time today.